0: Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That's right, Obama returned
1: to the White House and C-SPAN was all over his big reunion with Biden. Check out the schedule. Coming up on C-SPAN... At 1259, Biden excitedly waits for Obama by the front door with his face pressed against the glass. At 101, Biden goes in for a hug, Obama goes in for a fist bump, and it's already awkward. At 115, Biden asks Obama to stand on the Truman balcony to recreate Jack and Rose's moment from Titanic. And at 116, Obama says no. Very down to the minute. It was... So much worse than that. I don't think we're overhyping it at all. If you haven't seen the videos, we have at armstrongandgetty.com, of Joe Biden shuffling around the room there after Obama spoke and not having anybody to talk to and trying to get Obama's attention, but Obama ignoring him. You really ought to watch it. It's it's weird, man. It's the President of the United States. It's not like I can see if he was retired Senator Joe Biden who, who no longer had any power or influence, and it's kind of sad that, you know, he used to be a big deal and now he's not. He's the current president of the United States and nobody's interested in talking to him. He's kind of looking around for somebody. He's trying to get get Obama's attention. He's
0: got his hand on his shoulder. Obama just keeps ignoring him. And he wanders off again. You know what I was thinking? It looked like... um as if the uh, assistant undersecretary of agriculture had brought her dad because yeah, she knew how right. exciting he would right. find that. But nobody wanted to talk to the old fella, and he was he's very old, and he kind of just wandered off by himself. It's sad looking. That's the POTUS.
1: Not a joke. We have those videos at armstrongandgetty.com. Coming up this hour, where Americans get their news and who they trust for information, number one will shock you. I don't also,
0: watch the news. It's a good decision, son. And uh, also, the, uh, the mass murderer of Sacramento, California, had been let out of prison early by Gavin Newsom and the progressive crowd. Hey, I wanted to finish the story we were doing at the end of last hour, though, about the uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion budgets and officials at all these universities who are not really asked to achieve anything. Right, they just they just spout their nonsense and get paid for it. Yeah,
1: they, if, and, mm. and if they didn't, they have diversity and equity departments that they spend millions of dollars on in the place that, in theory, you would need them the least because everybody on the campus and all the administration are so into this already. Anyway, I mean, who,
0: who are they protecting from what? Well, they they exist, and I've become utterly convinced of this, and we'll have more on it next week, but their job is to uh, inculcate, to infect the kids with a philosophy that their families and their parents find repugnant to drive a division between youngster and family, and once they form that division, they then they can twist the kids to their will. Uh, that's the main role of critical race theory, but... Um, It's some of the numbers are amazing. The University of Michigan has the most DEI personnel. 163 individuals are involved in diversity, equity and inclusion. God, what do those
1: individual hundred some people do every day when they show up at work? What is in your inbox? I can't
0: even imagine. Or lecture white people and scare them. Robert Sellers, Michigan's vice provost for equity and inclusion and chief diversity officer, highest paid DEI official that they came across, makes 431 grand. According to data from the Chronicle of Higher Education, his contract is substantially more than the average salary of Michigan's full-time tenured professors, which sits around 174,000. He makes 431.
1: And as we learned earlier in this thing that you did in hour three, um, most of your top schools are populated by the super wealthy. I mean, it's anything but egalitarian.
0: Right, right. Uh, Georgina Dodge, vice president at the uh, Office of Diversity and Inclusion at the University of Maryland, employs 71 DEI personnel, makes $358,000 a year, average professor, 157. Oh, uh, let's see. Mina Pratt Clark, Vice Provost for Inclusion and Diversity at Virginia Tech, which has 83 DEI personnel, earns over $350,000 annual. Annually, full-time professors about 142, which isn't bad money at all. Kim uh, I'm sorry, Kevin McDonald, VP for Diversity, Equity and Inclusion at the University of Virginia has 94 employees running around doing something makes what? 340k a year.
1: What are they doing all day every day?
0: Yep, and uh Making sure
1: that all the professors are putting the pronouns in their emails and stuff like that, I guess.
0: And Sean C Garrick, Vice Chancellor for Diversity, Equity and Inclusion at the University of Illinois, my alma mater. Last time I was there, I found it drab, tired, and and, and discouraging. Uh he has 71 DEI employees, earns about $330,000 annually, which is uh more than double what professors make. At the most woke you know, spot in the state of Illinois. Just crazy. It's a scam.
1: The whole it's a racket. university thing is so freaking broken.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. It's, uh, it is is terribly broken, as are public schools. Um, but, you know, that's another topic for another day. Uh, wanted to touch on this briefly. We've talked about it before, but it is so important. The guy who machine-gunned all those people in Sacramento was a career violent felon who was released early from prison in the great California program to empty out the prisons. The early release of 76,000 inmates statewide, which police chiefs and DAs have been saying, please don't do this. Please don't do this. There will be so many more victims. But the woke governor and his woke lunatic crowd went ahead and turned this guy loose. Dangerous violent gangbanger, and and he murdered all those people. Who knows what else he's done since he's been out, but um, his history is unbelievable. Strong-arm robberies, beatings, gun offenses. He beat this girlfriend of his who he was pimping out over and over again, dragging her out, uh, dragging her by her hair to a car, forcing her into the car, whipping her with a belt. It just goes on and on. Just horrible, horrible. And, uh, and he got sentenced to a good long sentence of 10 years, uh, four years ago. Well, they decided to let him out in spite of the horror of his offenses and his long, long criminal record. The district attorney in the Sacramento area, Anne Marie Schubert, um, uh, filled out, a, I think it was like a four-page letter to the parole board that said, among other things, as shown by inmate Martin's pattern of conduct, he is an assaultive and noncompliant individual, has absolutely no regard for his victims who are left in the wake of numerous serious offenses. He has no respect for others, no respect for law enforcement or the law. If he is released early, he will continue to break the law. But they turned him loose and he murdered all those people with the help of his gun-wielding brother. So allegedly,
1: so the people that knew him best there in prison said he is not remorseful. He doesn't care about people. He's going to commit crimes again. And they let him out anyway.
0: And the people who prosecuted him. Yeah.
1: And now um, there are a whole
0: bunch of dead and injured people.
1: That's just fantastic.
0: Yep. Well, you can't have uh, the prisons uh, full if it disproportionately impacts one population or another. You have to let them all loose uh, to hell with the victims. Thanks, Gavin. Thanks, Governor Newsom. If you're one of the victims' families, you know who to thank. The powers that be begged the state to keep this guy behind bars. Begged them. What's the most trusted cable
1: information channel? number one may surprise you. It's a new uh, poll from a legit organization, The Economist, YouGov, on where people get their information and how much they trust it, which is kind of interesting and uh, very important. That's next.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. An independent tribunal is one option under consideration now that leaders from several European nations have accused Russia of committing war crimes. What we've seen in, uh, in Bucha is not the random act of
1: a rogue unit. It's a deliberate campaign uh, to kill, to torture, uh, to rape, uh, to commit atrocities.
0: And U.S. officials warn the atrocities are still ongoing.
1: Reports indicate that Russian federal security agents are confiscating passports and IDs, taking away cell phones, and separating families from one another. I do not need to spell out what these so-called filtration camps are reminiscent of. Okay, fine. The U.N. likes to talk. Yeah, oh, boy. They really like passing resolutions and stuff like that.
0: Maybe they can have a resolution to give Zelensky one more standing ovation.
1: Zelensky actually saying yesterday if you're going to have a UN Security Council with Russian, Russia on it, and Russia's allowed to vote and say, no, these aren't war crimes, then you need to dissolve the organization. And he's absolutely right. It's dumb. I pronounce yeah. the B in dumb. It's Dumba. Uh well, I, I, did they they ever justify it themselves? Well, they were originally the member and it would take a lot of votes to get them out. You see, we formed the UN after World War II and they were on the good side and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't make any sense that the the videos coming out of this war, the country that's doing that is on the UN Security Council and gets to veto any any of their uh,
0: paperwork trying to condemn them. I mean, it's crazy. They have to, at the very least, institute a rule that if that you need two votes for a veto. Now, there's probably some other abhorrent regime on the council that would join with them, but at least, you know, that would call them out and make them vote with Russia. Anyway,
1: different topic. The Economist and the YouGov poll about where people get their news and um, and who they trust. Both print and cable and TV, uh, TV and all that sort of stuff. So what's the most trusted information outlet on television, Joe? And even it only has 52% of Americans trust it. The most trusted. Half the country, only half the country trusts it.
0: The Weather Channel.
1: And I think you 52% are misled because meteorologists are
0: sociopaths. Wow. Wow. There he goes again. I think it's a fine, fine Sunny channel if you're looking for weather. bull ass! If you want weather on a channel, the weather channel's as good as it gets.
1: Isn't it interesting that only half of America trusts the weather channel? <laughs> you know, now that you pointed out, you're right. Uh, and it has the um, the most consistency between Republicans and Democrats. It's about the same. <laughs>
0: More liberal rain falling today.
1: I'm not listening to this right wing sunshine talk. Uh, the most politically polarizing media outlet is CNN. Which it says here, a frequent target of Donald Trump. Oh, that's why Republicans don't like CNN and a lot of other people is because of Trump. Not stupid,
0: stupid Trump
1: cultists. Not because they've sucked for so many years and said all kinds of crap that wasn't true. And half their hosts have been fired for doing awful things. Not because of that. It's because of Trump.
0: Wow. Trump. But it's interesting how much CNN has changed a because Jeff Zucker is gone. And, and B, probably because of the war in Ukraine, kind of a happy coincidence for them. They are definitely recapturing some of their bona fides as a news channel.
1: Yeah, if you're into the Ukraine story, Jake Tapper's show every day is must-see TV. It's always great. It's hard to watch. It's rough, but it's really good. Um, back to the most trusted overall outlets. Weather Channel at 52%, followed by BBC at only 39%. Uh, PBS at 41%, and then um, the newspaper, the Wall Street Journal, at 37%. Hmm. So those are your most trusted news outlets. And back to the breaking it down by party. So CNN is the most polarizing, with two-thirds of Democrats trust CNN. 11% of wow. Republicans. And you 11%, have you watched CNN?
0: They remember it from the Gulf War.
1: Right. A 55-point difference, larger than for any other outlet. The second second largest partisan difference, I think you could guess, 49 points is for, um, or maybe you couldn't guess, is for the New York Times, with 63% of Democrats trusting it and only 14% of Republicans. I thought you were going to say Fox News. Oh, um, Fox. I'll get to Fox. Uh, Fox News, 53% of Republicans trust 19% of Democrats. Only 53%. That is interesting. Only 53 of Republicans, and as many as 19 of Democrats. I found both of those numbers kind of surprising. So mm-hmm. it's interesting that Fox regularly gets the tag of, you know, the 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 outlier news network that sure, is, just, news. is just ridiculous.
0: It's not even close to having the disparity of trust that CNN has. You know what? I think I can explain part of that for Fox News. Okay. They have... Well, first of all, this is the era where if you dare say anything that seems critical of your team, people will turn on you for it. Um, I read the emails. (laughs) Anyway, um, Fox News has a diversity of opinions. And so if you're more a traditional Republican, you're probably not in love with, I don't know, uh, Tucker, maybe. Um, And if you're a big Tucker fan, you're probably not thrilled with uh, you know, some of the midday news stuff, which is more down the middle. And, and so, yeah, in an era where people are all fired up, Fox actually pre- presents a diversity of opinions. So they did
1: polling on particular n- names in news, like well-known names, and most people didn't know the names. Keep that in mind, us, Joe mm. and I, uh, right. that most of these people that we reference and, uh, and, and you know, people watch your shows in the media, regular people don't have any idea who any of these people are. The vast majority, they got don't know who this is when they're asking about personalities. Um, it's kind of an inside the media thing to discuss all these people. Anyway, Anderson Cooper is the most trusted person at 44% of people trust him, followed by David Muir of, of
0: ABC at 40 Brett Barrett at 39 hmm. Um If Brett was better known, he'd have a higher number because he's just a fabulous journalist.
1: But many Americans, most were not familiar with the names that they surveyed. So people aren't as into it as those of us in the media and those people in cable news and stuff like that think they are. Sure. There you go. Not surprising. Um, Among Republicans, who's the most trusted name? Tucker Carlson. 65% of Republicans who are familiar with him trust him. Followed by Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, then Brett Baer, way down the line from Tucker and Laura Ingram at 54%. Hmm. Brett Baer is the most fair news show on any channel if you don't watch it.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Humans are complicated. Uh, I think maybe they said trust and people answered in terms of who they were most enthusiastic about.
1: Right, because the Democrat number is similar to what you just said. Cooper at 75 for Democrats, followed by Rachel Maddow at 65. Oh, please. She's full of crap. Stephanopoulos at 63. Wolf Blitzer at 62. I trust him to be a halfwit. The most amazing thing I learned out of that whole deal was that the most trusted information network is the Weather Channel, and it's at 52%. We just don't trust anything.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Anybody who has any um, connection to reality about what is going on around them should have watched that and said, the adults are back in the room. It it seems as though we have a uh, a professional adult once again in the White House who's just simply doing the work. Really, the, the theme I would say is the adults are back. Still, it is a relief to have adults in charge. Now we have adults in the White House. Okay, the adults are back in the room. Um, there is a sense, I think, the world over, that the adults have returned. We have an adult in the White House now,
0: and it's glorious.
1: Oh God, no wonder nobody watches cable news. It makes you want to throw <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> an adult? Yeah, I'd say an ancient adult. Yeah. Watch those videos at ArmstrongandGetty.com. They are. I hope Putin doesn't see them. Honestly. Of Biden wandering around lonely, wondering who he can talk to as Obama just grabs the spotlight. Hey, Esther.
1: We have the videos at armstrongandgetty.com if you haven't seen them. You got a political thing you're hot to trot for?
0: Yeah, I am. My trot is very warm right now. Um, (laughs) Rick Scott, the senator from Florida, is the head of the Senate uh, campaign committee for Republicans, and he has come up with his 11-point plan to save America, and everybody hates it for reasons that are incredibly disappointing. It's great, by the way. He's right, but Republicans are like, shut up about that stuff. I will explain in a little bit. Okay, cool. I want to hear that. So I, uh, I got uh,
1: unhappy the other day when Alex brought me a story about what was the UFO story Alex brought me? What was that all about? Is something oh, that uh, they confirmed there was a landing in Roswell. All right, and that there were three, three little three foot bodies that they, that they recovered wearing uh, tinfoil suits
0: that were just like humans but
1: small. And uh, my immediate thought was this is a bunch of crap, and why am I reading this? As if it was real and it come from the sun, but it turns out with a little more. Uh, Uh, Investigation. It is from a FOIA. It is actual. They are actual government documents that were released as part of this Freedom of Information Act
0: request. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: uh, yeah. Freedom of information request. The thing that's missing from this is the um, the government stepping forward and saying, "Look, we take every." everything any nut job says and we put it on a form and we put it in a file somewhere all right and you're seeing those files it doesn't mean they actually happened or those people weren't nut jobs or whatever we take everything seriously which as a taxpayer I'm I don't think I'm happy about I don't think you need to talk to every crackpot widow in the middle of Montana who says she was abducted by aliens and impregnated and you need to send a government official there and get all the you know all of her testimony and put it in a file and blah 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 because those are the sorts of things that have happened. The headline as people have poured over the more than uh, 1,500 pages of UFO-related material material from the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. This all part, part of the Freedom of Information request. UFOs left radiation burns and unaccounted for pregnancies, according to a new Pentagon report unaccounted for pregnancies women that got knocked up by aliens
0: must have been an alien
1: yeah because it wasn't that uh wasn't that guy down the street that's been sneaking into my bedroom at night paul it was an alien
0: darn aliens i knew well, it if i find those aliens i'm gonna shoot them right in their green glowing bellies <laughs> hilarious
1: Uh, The report lists uh, alleged biological effects of UFO sightings on human observers between 1873 and 1994, compiled by the federal government. Uh, UFO encounters include unaccounted for pregnancies, apparent abductions, paralysis, experiences of perceived telepathy, teleportation, and and levitation. Hmm. Again, I think because they haven't spelled out what's going on here, I think what's happened is they just take every crack part report there is, and particularly back during the Cold War, when we didn't know what kind of weird weapons the Soviet Union might have, um, uh, we, they just took down everything that they could get and put it in a file somewhere and probably most of the time said, yeah, she's a nut. She's right. not, she didn't
0: get pregnant by some alien. So what they say back in 1873, you have some farmers say, I was looking to the skies and I saw a china-shaped horseless carriage in the sky of course they wouldn't know from horseless carriages in 1873 Not really. what would you call it mm. I, well, don't know. I guess you could call it a flying saucer because it looks like a small plate that holds a teacup going through the air <laughs> but so why a saucer go, you... why was a saucer so uh, popular then no there's no craft shaped like a saucer that's used for uh, transportation now how about a tube with wings? How about a rocket? No, it was a saucer. Always a saucer.
1: <laughs> um, uh, so if you hear this story burbling around or somebody mentions it, that's what it is. It, it's, it's it's real and not real at the same time, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm trying to decide. You know what it, you we got could impregnant. probably do? Did they just, were they able to impregnate you
1: without the act? Or did you have to like do, if you will, pardon me, a coarse expression, a uh, space being of some sort.
0: I think they're allowed, to, or not allowed. Certainly, uh, no uh, law or god or man permits this. But I think they are able to telepathically inject their alien seed well, that... into the poor uh, innards of the the innocent uh,
1: gal. That would take all the fun out of it. If your wife <laughs> says, "Yeah, they got this new way of doing it, where you can just they can just tell you can just telepathically
0: impregnate me." No, 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 no. no let's a... <laughs> let's go ahead and do the work, honey. <laughs> Yeah, wow, unexplained pregnancies. Would the federal government pay me to go around and explain them? <laughs> because I think I could. Hey, I know you think it was the space aliens and the flying saucer at home, but do you remember when you and Jimmy did that funny thing in the back of the car? Well, I have some news. Yeah, wow, that's just crazy. Crazy. So I want to get to the Rick Scott thing. We don't have time for it now. We can probably do it uh, after the the break, after the commercial break.
1: I can't believe the Lakers were eliminated from uh, being able to make the NBA playoffs. How many games are left? Does anybody, do you know roughly, Alex? Because I don't. I'm not like two or three. There's only a couple of games left, but they 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 don't even have a chance to, to make the playoffs with that roster. And um, caught on live, Mike, the announcer uh, said at some point during a commercial break toward the end, "On oh, good, at least we're being put out of our misery." <laughs> <laughs> And LeBron, you know, he's getting at the age where you got to think, I can't just let seasons go by where I don't have a run at another championship because I'm running out of time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, he's uh, he's got several, but um, that's amazing. You can spend a ton of money assembling an all-star team, and sometimes they suck. Right.
1: I'm going to be fully on the Golden State Warriors bandwagon as soon as the playoffs start.
0: Oh, boo, boo. Too woke for me. Uh, here's a quick note from the world of science before we get into politics next segment. And I promise you it'll be interesting. But um, they're trying to figure out why some people just don't get COVID-19. And apparently they couldn't get it if they wanted it. Talking about this study in England where they put the COVID up people's noses then isolated them in hospitals and, and deprived them of sleep and, like, did everything in the world. So they this is young, healthy, so they could get COVID and then test various treatments on them. But they said um, about half of the residents of that U.K. trial that we made a big deal of at the time because they're going to stick COVID up people's noses on purpose. Right. About half of them never developed an infection and never shed any virus. That's interesting. You know, Judy had the Omicron. We, we did not make the slightest effort to isolate her from me or me from her. And I might have had an asymptomatic case, but if I did, it was 100% asymptomatic, well, you, you, nothing. You had to have it. It's impossible that you didn't. I don't know. I don't think that's true. Uh, it, they're, they're in the early stages of uh, studying this, but they don't yet have a clear reason why some people just don't get it. Huh. We're uh, in the the parlance of drilling. We're dry holes. There's no luck here. Mm. Go sell COVID somewhere else. We're full up here to uh, paraphrase Jack Nicholson in the famous movie as good as it gets.
1: Certainly would have been nice for those people to have known that in the beginning, right? Or early on, if you could have gotten some sort of test to figure out that COVID can't touch me.
0: Yeah, for instance, they could have reopened their buildings, their businesses, or attended school, or taught school, or yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, one more mystery to the whole Chinese bat favor. We will finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The New York Post recently reported that at least 139 people around the country have said they became sick after eating the breakfast cereal Lucky Charms, or as they're now known, just charms. <laughs> we,
1: don't eat, we don't eat the Lucky Charms that much anymore. My kids used to love them, but they're kind of off that.
0: It's those weird marshmallows?
1: We're kind of the, uh, more of a Cocoa Pebbles family at this point. If we're going to eat sugary
0: cereal. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't eaten a bowl of cereal, maybe two in the last decade.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. I, guess. I eat uh, roughly 10 a week. Wow. Like Jerry Seinfeld. A lot of
1: Rice Krispies, grape nuts, raisin bran for the fiber. Keep me regular.
0: There you go. Uh-huh. Like clockwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you know who Rick Scott is? Uh, Congressman, uh, not Congressman, Senator from Florida, bald-headed fellow. bit of a Nosferatu look about him. Was governor, um, wasn't he? He was. That's right. Um, uh, interesting guy, too. I've, I've long followed his career and listened to what he had to say and, and found him to be uh, persuasive on a lot of things. I'm looking at this 11-point uh, plan to rescue America. And the reason it's significant at this point, he's not just a U.S. senator. He is the chair of the Republican Senatorial uh, Election Commission. Uh, he's trying to get more Republican senators. And, and he has a dear fellow Americans uh, letter, which is, which is pretty good. And then in this 11-point plan to save America, um, the opening page, real pages, the hour is late for America. And he has a, a bunch of bullet points. Our government has created the highest debt in human history. Yep. Americans are afraid to speak their minds for fear of being silenced and canceled by the woke elitists. True that. Our children are being poisoned by a false political agenda in their schools. Bingo. Inflation is a tax pa- placed on us by politicians who waste our money. Yep. Oh, so good. Our inept withdrawal from Afghanistan dishonored the sacrifices of thousands of Americans and encouraged our enemies. Word. Word. Our poorest southern border is a national crisis. True that. And, and I'm that's like .6 of what appears to be 13 or so. So
1: you said, when you <clears> teased <throat> this, you said that nobody's happy with it. Why are people not happy with this, since it all seems to be accurate?
0: You know, let me just touch on a couple more points, then I'll get to that. Uh, cities are overrun by violence. Uh, government's making us less energy independent, government eroding our work ethic by paying people not to work or allowing biological males to destroy women's sports. Some kids are being taught to hate each other. I mean, it's really, really good stuff. Lethal drugs pouring into our country from China and our southern border. Um, and so an 11-point plan to rescue America. And I, I read about this in a couple of places. Then I thought, what the heck? I haven't read the original. So let me go to the original. And, and I wish he had stopped with his bullet points and asked me about this. <laughs> or asked somebody about it. Because it starts strong, then goes a little sideways. Point one, our kids will say the Pledge of Allegiance, salute the flag, learn that America is a great country, and choose the school that best fits them. So that covers a lot of ground, including school choice, which I'm a big uh, fan of. Learning that our country is a great uh, uh, country, public schools focus on read and write and arithmetic, et cetera. All right. I love it so far. I don't know that they need to do the pledge. We can talk about that. But uh, government will never ask American citizens to disclose their race, ethnicity, or skin color on any government form. Hmm. That's, that's uh, you know, I get your point, and it's probably a good idea. I'm surprised that's point number two. Then he says 3, the soft on crime days of coddling criminal behavior will end. We will refund and respect the police because they not the criminals are the good guys. Talks about the mostly peaceful protests etc. I'm down with that too. Point 4. And and we will get to the point that a lot of Republicans hate. <clears throat> this is kind this is part of it. Point 4, we will secure our border, finish building the wall and name it after President Donald Trump. Oh wow. Oh, he went all
1: in God. on that one. Jumped in with oh. both feet.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Not sure we needed to go there, but okay. All right. I like the wall. You're going to uh, name the wall. <laughs> I don't know walls need names, but... How about we just call it the wall? There you go. We will grow America's economy, starve Washington's economy, and stop socialism. Love that. Love it, love it, love it. And he goes into some detail. Um. Uh, six... We will eliminate all federal programs that can be done locally and enact term limits for federal bureaucrats in Congress. Boy, that would would be something for all bureaucrats. Interesting. Uh, Maybe worthy of discussion. Term limits don't generally do what people think they're going to, but again, willing to talk about it. We will protect the integrity of American democracy and stop left-wing efforts to rig elections. Fair enough. Eight, we will protect, defend, and promote the American family at all costs. Um, uh, men are men, women are women, unborn babies are babies, et cetera. Welcome God. We are Americans, not globalists. Uh, but one of the points that he makes when he goes into descriptions of how we'll do this is he wants, and this is the part that Republicans are freaking out on because they know they can't sell it. And this is a little sad. He wants everybody to pay taxes, He wants everybody to have skin in the game and interest in what their government is doing. Mm. And behind the scenes, the powers that be in the Republican Party are like, just shut up. Shut up with that. Nobody wants that. Because it's so easy to portray that he's, well, for instance, the New York Times. And, and and Scott's talking about uh, you know piddling amounts of money. All households pay at least a hundred dollars in income taxes. Currently, half
1: pay no in, uh, federal income taxes. Fifty-seven percent
0: pay yeah, no income it, tax. It
1: went up during the pandemic, but yeah. right?
0: Right. Uh, but as the Tax Policy Center estimated, that uh, people making less or households making less than fifty-four thousand dollars would shoulder eighty percent of the tax increase.
1: I hate the game of increased percentages when you get to taxes.
0: Oh, yeah, I know it. Every bipartisan commission that's ever been committed, or, 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 you know, uh, commission, says the same thing. Everybody should have skin in the game. It'll make government much more responsive. But then nobody's in favor of it. Baker 1-9, this is Senator Joe Biden. Big Mama, you got a copy?
1: (sighs) Yeah, I got a copy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'd like to say is this is final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Joe. Is still going. Um, uh, it, took, it took me a while to figure out that's the whole Joe Biden is a truck driver thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now I get it. His his fable about once being a truck driver.
0: Here's and your some host. some woman named Big Mama, a Here, female trucker. Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. That was Big Mama there. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Our technical director leading us off, Michelangelo. All right, Joe, I'm asking you to take one for the team. You're going to the Masters. You're going to be. It's on national television. I want you to wear A and G gear and get hit by a golf ball. (laughs) Just (laughs) do whatever you can. Yes, just supposed to run under golf balls. Yes, yes. Get struck by them. Oh,
1: you'd become a national meme as you're like running and getting hit, and they'd have like on your face (laughs) the inflation,
0: and the golf ball would be Joe Biden's policies or something like that. And then the golfers would autograph a glove for me because I've got a (laughs) bleeding welt in my head. Young Alex, our behind-the-scenes producer. Final thought? I do crave good memes. This is my favorite time of year. Baseball opening day starts
1: tomorrow as well as the Masters. Joe, I hope you have a great time. I was going to say avoid the golf balls, but Mike brings up a great point. Maybe you should run after him. I will. Jack, a final thought for us. Six weeks into Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and according to our government, they have officially pulled away from Kiev. They're done They uh, clearly have completely given up on the idea for now of taking the capital. Nobody was predicting that six weeks ago.
0: My final thought is I am going to the Masters. I am borrowing the passes from a friend of Armstrong and Getty. If you misbehave, they yank those passes for life. From the person who got them. So wow. I will be on my very best behavior. Wow. Unless somebody looks at me like I don't like, then we're going. Or you have too many drinks, you know? I'm kidding. No, that's not happening.
1: Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. We'll see you around. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. This is a beautiful moment. That's not right. I expected more. Let's
0: not go through this again. They're locking up my toothpaste. <laughs> I don't give two craps. Are you shitting Let's go out with the bind. I
1: always thought it was weird, like, the, being able to so completely fake these emotions. Because their emotions are so much closer to the surface, or they feel things more than the rest of us?
0: Yes. I think there's... Uh, there's <laughs> You're no actor.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think there's... On that high note,
0: thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.